The Revenue Roundtable Podcast, brought to you by Revco Solutions, your path to a better revenue cycle. Covering the hottest topics facing the industry each and every podcast. Here is your host, Morgan Patrick. Welcome into the Revenue Roundtable Podcast, brought to you by Revco Solutions. We talk about the industry each and every month. We hit the topics and the issues facing revenue collection. And today, we're going to visit with John Hollenweger. He's in Spira Health, Director of Revenue Integrity. But before we get there, let me introduce my special co-host, Joe Hoban, Executive Director, Revco Solutions Denials Division. Joe, welcome in. Thanks for having me. Good to be here, Morgan. Okay. Well, before we get into our question and answer with John, why don't you introduce our, our guest and we'll hear some background information on John. Sure. As aforementioned, uh, we're here with John Hollenweger from Inspire Health. He is the Director of Revenue Integrity uh, for the provider. And for the last several years, we've been working with John and his team specifically in the denials management uh, market. Uh, it's been always it's always been great to to hop on calls with John and to meet with John to to discuss strategy and and go over ways we can improve uh, and to collect more money. So uh, we're you know privileged to have him on the uh, Revco Revenue Roundtable podcast here. John, uh, thanks for joining us. If you don't mind, just starting off with a little bit of background about yourself. All right. Well, Joe, thanks. Uh Thanks for that wonderful introduction. Morgan, nice to meet you. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, name is John Hollenweger. I'm the Director of Revenue Integrity for Inspira Health. I've been with the organization for about 17 years now. Uh, started out back in January 2005 as a financial analyst in the managed care department and kind of just worked my way up through the ranks over the years. Awesome, John. Thanks. Uh, so, you know, starting out here, could you tell us a little bit about Inspire Health, and, and um, you know, you've been there 17 years, you said. You know, what have you seen throughout your, your time there, and, and uh, you know, what's, what's most important to the organization today um, from when you started out? Sure. All right. So, uh, Inspire Health, we are located in the most southwestern part of New Jersey. Uh, we were created through the merger of South Jersey Healthcare and Underwood Memorial Hospital back in 2012. Uh, currently, the system comprises of three hospitals with over 500 licensed beds, and we have over 200 medical residents. Uh, we also have two comprehensive cancer centers and eight multi-specialty uh, health centers that provide services like imaging, physical therapy, wound care, and cardiac testing. Uh, we also have an EMS and a ground transport squad that services the six counties in South Jersey, and finally, we have uh, eight urgent care centers and a primary and specialty physician practice with over 35 locations in our service area. Uh, so the most important thing for Inspira Health is basically we're here to take care of the community. So uh, for folks that don't know much about the southwestern part of New Jersey, it's basically what makes the Garden State the Garden State. We're full of farms and not a lot of industry. Uh, so we we really have a low level of income, and we just do not have those patients that have those you know medical insurance plans that that pay lots of money. So we have a lot of Medicaid, a lot of charity care, a lot of Medicare, and a lot of self pay. I tell you, it's interesting. You, you you hear the description from John, and and when I when I hear Jersey, I think urban, right? I, I don't know about you, but that's awesome. I mean, full of farms, 
uh, a lot of different uh, needs out there for uh, the individual and, and the companies as well. John Hollenweger is our guest on the program today. Inspira Health, he's Director of Revenue Integrity. You're listening to Revenue Roundtable Podcast sponsored by Revco Solutions. Also, our special co-host this week, this month, I should say, is Joe Hoban, Executive Director of Revco Solutions Denials Division. Always uh, a lot of fun to have Joe on the program. And again, I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. So, John, I've got another question for you. Uh, just dive into your specific responsibilities and the role that you play. Sure. Uh, so, as so for the Revenue Integrity Department, we basically have three main functions that fall under that entity for us. Uh, so, one of the first things we have is is that my area oversees the Medicare RAC and NJ Medicaid audits. Uh, we're responsible for making sure that when we receive those audits, the medical record submissions and any appeals that we have associated with the results from those audits, that they all get completed in a timely fashion. Uh, we also oversee the managed care department. Uh, so for folks who don't know managed care, that's basically dealing with the insurance companies like the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association, United, Aetna, things like that. Uh, so their primary functions are payer contract negotiations, dealing with recurring payment discrepancies from the payers. So sometimes they load a contract term wrong and they constantly pay it wrong over and over and over again. So we have to get involved in those situations to get those things uh, rectified. Uh, the last part there is uh, denials management. That's where you know, conversation here kicks in. And then revenue integrity, the other part basically for the title of the department, that has to deal with making sure that we have a compliant charge master uh, that the departments, when they are charging for the services that they provide, that they are documenting everything appropriately to support the charges, and then at the same time that they're also charging uh, for all the services that they provide. So if they do four things, we want to make sure that we bill for those four services and not three, and then kind of leave one unit of service out there and not get reimbursed for it. Gotcha. John, uh, thanks for the answer. It sounds like you have just a little bit going on. Not a lot. Right. <laughs> um, just a couple. So if you were to pinpoint a couple of some current pain points, I mean, we were just at the New Jersey HFMA Annual Institute and there was there were plenty of presentations uh, from the industries talking about pain points and, um, you know, specifically to Inspira, you know, what are you guys dealing with, you know, uh, within the revenue cycle or the revenue integrity departments that are front and center, your top priorities today? Right. So currently we have two major pain points that are actually costing the system thousands of dollars. Uh, the first item that we're constantly dealing with right now has to do with DRG validation audits. And on that front, what's happening is, is that we're either getting post-payment requests for DRG validation or in some situations, we're getting prepayment uh, DRG validation requests. And what that means is, is that once we submit the bill to the insurance company, somebody on their end, third party, their internal auditing staff, they reach out and they say, hey, I need a copy of the medical records that correspond with this account because the diagnosis codes that you've billed here today they don't correspond with the information that I have on file, so I want to verify that all the diagnosis codes you're billing are supported by your medical documentation. And the reason they're doing that is because they're looking to remove a single diagnosis code 
so that they can reduce the DRG from something that has a DRG with a major comorbidity or a comorbidity that pays a higher amount than a DRG that doesn't have any comorbidities or major comorbidities associated with it. So by reviewing the record and removing one diagnosis code sometimes, they can change the DRG, which then goes and changes our reimbursement. So we're getting hit by that a lot right now. Uh, the other hot topic item that we're dealing with right now has to do with observation. So we have patients that we want to put in as admissions and we can't get them approved. All the doctors say, no, this patient needs to be admitted, but the insurance company just refuses. They're saying, no, this is observation. So we have that part, and then the other part that we have on the observation is this wonderful program from the State Health Benefits Plan here in New Jersey, where I deal with Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shield at the time of service. Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shield approves my admission, but then when I send the bill to them, the state has a third-party auditor that comes in grabs their claims and goes, nah, Horizon, before you pay this claim, I want to look at it. So then they go ahead and they request my medical records. I send them over to them. They do their audit and they come back and they go, sorry, not going to approve this as an admission. This patient's services should have taken place in the outpatient setting. And now the admission that I had approved at the time of service has now been denied and I have to bill my services as observation if I want to get paid. So those are the two major pain points that Inspira Health is going through right now. John Hellenweger is our guest, Inspira Health, Director of Revenue Integrity. Always a pleasure uh, to have John on the program. And our special co-host is Joe Hoban, Executive Director, Revco Solutions Denials Division. I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. We've got one more question in this portion of the program. Then we're going to take a short break and we'll be back. But if you have any uh, questions for Revco Solutions, you can always call 855-218-0181. That's 855-218-0181 and get in touch. Uh, but let's Let's get one more question in. We'll take a short break and be back on the other side uh, as we visit with John uh, Hollenweger again with Inspira Health. All right. So this this is the next question. General thoughts just on denials management. How important is it to have this segment of the revenue cycle under control? Uh, denials management is a, a vital part to any revenue cycle uh, in healthcare because basically if you don't know what services are being denied payment and why. You can't stop the bleeding, and you're going to continue to provide services for free. In other words, you're, not, you're going to have all of these expenses, and you're not getting paid for them. So if you don't have a denials management team in place or a denials management system in place, you have, you have no idea where you're not collecting your reimbursement or why you're getting denied. We have a lot more to go here on the podcast. You're listening to the Revenue Roundtable podcast presented by Revco Solutions. Again, John Hollenweger is our guest in Spira Health, Director of Revenue Integrity. And again, our special co-host is Joe Hoven, Executive Director, Revco Solutions Denials Division. We'll have more questions for you when we come back right after this. Revco Solutions Revenue Roundtable. If you have any questions about our discussion, please reach out to Revco Solutions. For more information, please call 855-218-0181, 855-218-0181, or visit the website revcosolutions.com. Thanks for listening. The podcast continues right now.
Welcome back in to Revenue Roundtable Podcast brought to you by Revco Solutions. Our special co-host is Joe Hoban, Executive Director, Revco Solutions Denials Division. I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate, and our special guest on the program this month is John Hollenweger, Inspira Health Director of Revenue Integrity. Yeah, so John, um, when you're taking a look at your denials uh, and you're thinking there's a little bit of revenue leakage there that we don't want and we need to get this this under control or else they're just going to keep piling up and it's going to it's going to really hemorrhage uh, money you know what kind of factors other than that come into play uh, when a decision gets made to, to outsource the denials type of project to a to a vendor right so so for us when it comes to fighting denials or dealing with denials uh, the the question that we ask is what's needed to fight these denials and do we have those resources internally? Uh, so in other words, do we have somebody with the expertise or the knowledge needed to fight these denials? And if we do, does that individual or individuals have the capacity in their schedule to fight these denials? Uh, so for Inspira, while we might have an individual or two who have the knowledge to fight a type of denial, they might not have the work capacity. So in that situation, we're going to be looking for an outside vendor to help us with our situation. He's John Hollenweger, Inspira Health, Director of Revenue Integrity, joining us as a special guest on Revenue Roundtable Podcast presented by Revco Solutions. Also with me today, my co-host, Joe Hoban, Executive Director of Revco Solutions Denials Division. And again, I'm Morgan Patrick. We're rolling through these questions. Now, this next one, it's a personal question for you, John. Are you ready? Here it is. Right. How did you get to know Revco Solutions? All right. So I know Joe is really looking for this great Hollywood movie story here, but dun, I, I dun, don't dun. have one. <laughs> so uh, basically what happened was uh, in Spiro, we previously had a, a different vendor uh, who was handling denials for us, and uh, we, we, we just weren't happy with their performance. Uh, you know, questions were being asked, answers weren't being given, uh, help was not being provided on, you know, addressing the issues that were being seen with the denials. A lot of behind the curtain stuff that they weren't talkative to us about. So we weren't happy about that. Um, so then we had, you know, our director of revenue cycle, Jim O'Connell. Uh, he was very familiar with Revco, uh, had all kinds of wonderful things to say about them. Uh, what, so what happened was Jim went out, got some additional references into Revco, brought that information in, got buy-in from our case management team, who for us, Revco works on inpatient denials. Uh, so they're a key, key part of the, uh, the process. So he got buy-off from the case management team to switch over to Revco, uh, and then he was able to negotiate this sweet deal with Revco for uh, financial terms, which got senior leadership on board. And then that's how we came to come to work with the Revco. Just to take it a, a step further here, John, would you mind diving a little bit into the programs that we have in place? Now we have a safety net, uh, all efforts exhausted uh, program where accounts get handed off to us that you threw your hands up on and we're just gonna take a look at it. And then we also work A1 uh, inpatient denials. Could you take us through maybe the workflow and what you guys are seeing from your end and, and how this this uh, this project plays out. Sure. 
So uh, as I was mentioning before about whether you have resources in-house to handle the denials, uh, one of the areas where we do feel that we have resources in-house to handle denials is on outpatient denials, not necessarily outpatient denials that have to deal with medical necessity, but outpatient denials that have to deal with no authorization or a wrong code was posted to the claim or a diagnosis code. Uh, so we have a team that's in-house and we work those denials in-house on our own. Uh, but one of the deals that we have or one of the arrangements that we have with, with Revco is basically, hey, once we're done with that, once Inspira is done working that, give Revco a shot at those. Uh, so the way we have that program set up basically is, you know, our team here at Inspira works all of those claims internally. And then at some point we've given them a cutoff date. We're like, hey, guys, you have this much time to work on it. Uh, they then close that account out. And then we have a report set up basically that, that goes over to Revco and it provides them with the information to say, hey, there was a denial on this account. We've worked it. We weren't successful. Have at it. It's yours. Give it a shot. Uh, then on, as I mentioned before, the inpatient side, that's the one where we have right away. We just don't have the expertise in-house or the, the staff to handle anything that's happening with inpatient denial. So basically once we've got a case that we're going to a pair and we say, hey, this needs to be an admission, they go, no, I'm not going to give it to you. It doesn't meet medical necessity or no, patient needs to be treated in the outpatient setting. Those are the cases uh, that we give over to Revco right away. Uh, so we'll either send them, if we get a letter uh, from the insurance company telling us that they are denying the admission, we'll send that over to Revco right away so that they can begin working on it. And then we also have basically a safety net function on the back end because sometimes the information doesn't always come over in a timely fashion from the insurance companies about a, a, an admission being denied. Uh, so we have a report set up that basically says anytime one of our inpatient denial transaction codes is posted to an account, that needs to go on to the report to Revco so that they can identify that account and start working on it. You're listening to Revco Solutions Revenue Roundtable podcast. Our special guest is John Hollenweger. Again, Inspira Health, Director of Revenue Integrity, and also my co-host this month is Joe Hoban, Executive Director, Revco Solutions Denials Division. Again, I'm Morgan Patrick, Consumer Advocate. We have a few more questions for John coming up. I want to remind you, if you've got any questions, uh, you can contact Revco Solutions, 855-218-0181. That's 855-218-0181. All right, two more questions. Here we go. Uh, John, what, what data, if you had to rank them, if you had to put one... Uh, ahead of all of them, what data is most important to you from a Revco reporting standpoint? Right. So for us, when I hear reporting instantly right away, I go to something with numbers and percentages and things like that. And, and for us in this situation, that's not what's most important to us. Uh, don't get me wrong, reports that give you information about a vendor's performance, definitely it serves a purpose. Uh, but for us, the important information and the data that we want to get back from Revco is what's the common theme on the denials that you're getting overturned so that we can go back to our case management staff or our physicians and provide them the education on the additional details, the additional information that they need to provide to the insurance company uh, to get the case overturned. Uh, the, the best example I have of something like that is, 
years ago when we first started off, you know, some of our cases were being denied and we just could not understand what it was. Comes to find out, the insurance company, all they needed was this one little piece of information. And actually, I want to say it was as little as basically what was the patient's temperature. Uh, and once we educated the physicians and the case management on that, that they needed to provide that little piece of information, we saw the results change on some of the cases. So basically, at the end of the day, we want a partner who's going to work with us to help us make improvements so that we can avoid denials at the very start. Uh, and so we need that information so that we can provide the education and avoid them. Awesome. Switching gears a little bit here, and, and uh, I don't want to get all doom and gloom, but, um, you know, because I've seen the denials data and the market research and, and where things are and where they might be headed, but from your perspective, what are your expectations for the future of denials? Is it going to get better or is it going to get worse? So... I don't think denials are going to go away anytime soon. Uh, what I would say is we're just going to continue to see denials morph over time. Uh, and what I mean by that is, so back when I first started in 2005, the majority of South Jersey healthcare at the time, our contracts were a bunch of per diem contracts. Uh, with different levels of care that were reimbursed, you know, so if I had an ICU day of care, I got paid one rate. If I had a med surge uh, day of care, I got paid at a different rate. So what was happening with the payers at that time is, is that case management on a daily basis was having to fight to get the days approved and the level of care approved. So basically, they were spending all their time every day fighting for day approvals. And we were constantly getting a day here or a day there denied, or we provided an ICU level of care day, but the payer downgraded what they were going to pay us to a med surge. So we were just constantly getting all of these types of denials. Well, we went and we changed all of our contracts to DRG contracts. So now instead of fighting for days to be approved, our case managers were fighting for admissions to be approved. So once we did that, our denials dropped drastically. Um, as, a, as a percentage of our net revenue, our inpatient denial percentage dropped from 10% under per diem contracts to under 1% once we went over to these DRGs. So the way we were being denied just changed in that time frame. So now that we've been on these DRG contracts for a bit and more hospitals are starting to change their contracts over this DRG format as well, now we're seeing the payers shift their focus and figuring out ways to deny these DRGs, which is kind of what I covered at the very beginning, which for us is DRG validation, removing a diagnosis code, reducing the DRG, or just flat out saying, no, I'm not approving your admission at all. I don't care that the patient was there for four days. This should have been observation. So I think it all, what's going to happen to denials, it all, de it all just depends on how reimbursement is going to continue to shift and change. How are the payers paying for the services that provided? So as we start to move into this new world of shared savings and at risk, the denials are going to start to shift over to that. How can I start denying you guys a portion of your shared savings or how can I deny you something or, or, or reduce your reimbursement for when you're at risk? So it's all going to depend for me on, on how the, the reimbursement for services shifts. 
Denials management, our topic of discussion on Revenue Roundtable podcast brought to you by Revco Solutions. Our special guest, John Hollenweger, Inspira Health, Director of Revenue Integrity. And again, my co-host this month, Joe Hoban, Executive Director, Revco Solutions Denials Division. Each and every month, we hit the hot topics, the issues facing the revenue collection industry. So stay tuned and tune in next month for another edition of Revenue Roundtable podcast brought to you by Revco Solutions. information is in no way intended to constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship between Revco Solutions and anyone listening to this podcast. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific facts and circumstances of your case. Best efforts have been made to ensure this information is up to date. However, this is not a complete examination of the law and cannot replace the advice of your own legal counsel.